everyone. Welcome to Business for Builders podcast. Uh, you might be watching this on YouTube. Welcome. Uh, my name is Max Peterson, CEO of Smith & Sons. Uh, look, uh, today on today's episode, I'm actually going to cover off you know, in in the in the podcast, in the uh, you know some of the the previous episodes that we've done, we've we've alluded to, we've chatted about, we've chatted to some of our uh, Smith and Sons franchise general contractors. Um, you know, it's uh, we've just we're in into March twenty twenty one, and you know things are hotting up. We've uh, we've received a lot of inquiry about the franchise business, and uh, at this point, you know, I handle all those inbound inquiries. And so, you know, it seems like every time I'm talking to a, a general contractor, um, you know, there is there is definitely, even though every GC is different, every GC's business is different, um, there is a lot of similarities in, let's call it the deficiencies or the gaps within their business, um, you know, depending on every, depending on a lot of stuff, but their background, their skill set, uh, their capabilities, um, you know, some some guys and gals will be you know, very good at management, but they won't necessarily have the hand on on marketing and branding and that sort of thing. So, you know, what I wanted to do today is I wanted to maybe just, uh, you know, talk about, you know, a franchised opportunity in the building game. And essentially what Smith & Sons is, the franchised opportunity is a business in a box. So if you're like me, I started an apprenticeship in 1989 I uh, did four years of that and basically worked straight into being a framing contractor. I was running about 15 guys uh, on, you know, a couple of different crews and got tired of working for builders and then went and got my builder's license and started working retail. Now, at that point, I found out that running a retail-facing or a retail-centric building company uh, was was quite a lot different to just being a framing contractor, um, running a few guys. And so it was at that point where my journey really pivoted and I started to realize and recognize that everything that I'd learned, everything that I had got good at was actually not completely irrelevant, but it was certainly not as useful. Uh, It was useful in the fact that um, building was normal. It was the same, but going and being operating as a business, definitely that was where it changed. So, um, you know, I want to talk to you as a general contractor, if you're listening to this or watching this, uh, I really want to just uh, give you a little bit of an overview, just something else to consider. You may have heard me in previous other episodes talk about there's three ways you're going to build your building company. One is trial and terror. The other one is get a coach or consultant. Uh, the third one is franchising. One of those three. Now, I think the you know I think the trial and terror is just a time thing. If you've got ten or fifteen years and a a lot of patience and a you know a good bankroll, then you could probably figure it out. Um, but maybe not. Um, the coaching consultant thing is a good option as well. Um, but they you might find there's a level of disconnect there, and yet um, you might, you know, the franchising thing might be uh, something that you consider. Uh, I do know straight out of the gate. I was only chatting to a guy yesterday. He's like, Max, great idea, man, but I'm not putting your brand on my truck. So if that's you, I fully get that. Um, what I would urge you to do is, if you're going to have that attitude towards it, um, you want to probably, you know, double down on your on your learning curve and uh, really concentrate on, you know, business processes and systems and things like that Um, and learn that and implement that and, you know, be willing to go through some of the trial and terror that it takes to really adapt. And then the third option is what we're going to chat about today and that is franchising in the building industry. So essentially what we offer uh, general contractors at Smith & Sons is a business in a box. So, um, you know, I guess to highlight some of the majors that you sort of, you know, a lot of guys will say to me, well, Max, why would I do that and what what do I get? Um, well, look, let me, let me rattle off a few. I've got a few written down here. Look, the first thing and the most important thing, whether you're franchise, whether you're coach and consultant, whether you're trial and terror is, man, you've got to have a good culture in the business. Um, like attracts like. If, if you're a negative 
Uh, if you've got a negative attitude towards stuff and maybe you don't have a good work ethic, well, unfortunately, you're probably going to attract the same sorts of people. So, you know, in Smith & Sons, we like to hang our hat on a really healthy, vibrant, productive, positive culture. Um, Smith & Sons is an international brand. We've got 98 franchises in three countries. We've got six here in Canada, uh, five in BC, one in Edmonton in Alberta. Uh, we've been operating for about 11 years. Um, we have business systems and processes that are field tested. Uh, of course, over the last 11 or 12 years, we've had real general contractors in the field doing this. We gather a lot of the data, a lot of the feedback, and of course, we improve and we do a lot of research and development and upgrading and updating to ensure that we are being the most effective and we are you know, out in front of our competition. Uh, we have job management software included, a company by the name of BuildExact, which is based out of Melbourne in uh, Victoria in Australia. Um, they are a cutting edge software uh, system that we utilize across all 98 franchises. Um, obviously marketing lead generation, uh, to give you a bit of an idea. And this is one, this is definitely one that, you know, when I, it's fairly common amongst GCs. It's like, well, dude, I'm really good at building houses, but getting the phone to ring and then working all these, you know, uh, digital platforms and the different messages for the different platforms and things like that. And how do, what's, well, how do I write copy and what is hashtags and how do I use those effectively to get the phone to ring all of that sort of concept around the marketing and, and the, you know, the, the branding uh, of your building company is something that we is we find that is very elusive to a lot of general contractors, but it's something that we do in house. We've got video videographers uh, in house that handle all of our production, our content production, and also curate our social media. And I think when when if you were get got the chance to chat with GCs, uh, you would understand how much of a weight that lifts off their shoulders when you've got you know corporate office and handles all of that side of things. Uh, it really does empower both parties, enables us to do better what we do and the GCs get to do what they do better as well. Um, something else that we do for our guys is labour recruitment initiatives. Um, obviously, if you're going to have a good culture, you've also got to be a very good talent scout. You've got to recruit the right people. You've got to understand how to hire quickly, fire quickly, ensure that there's standards, there's checklists, there's uh, you know there's accountability in place. So you set boundaries, manage expectations with uh, you know new recruits. So that's super important. We focus a lot on that. And of course, there's the initial and ongoing training. Obviously, when the guys get on board, uh, they go through four days, a day of induction, a day of sales training, a day of estimating training, and a day of strategic uh, planning and business development. Uh, we talk about those concepts uh, over the four days, which just quietly is, is, is enough classroom time we find for our guys. And then what we find is we always sort of go back to a lot that we learned in, in the training sectors. And uh, we, we find that in the field, the guys and gals tend to sort of remember um, and they learn a lot quicker when they're actually in the process of doing. And of course, the other thing that we have is, um, you know, a team of general contractors. And this is what you, you might have heard other GCs in Smith & Sons, and you might be one of these guys and understand where, you know, there's so much secrecy, you know, it's very difficult to, you know, maybe, you know, know a few general contractors and you see them at the hardware, but you wouldn't actually go to them and say, hey, tell me about how you quote or tell me about how it is that you get paid to quote, or tell me, you know, what sort of software or what sort of markup percentages are you using? Like there's no collaboration between most GCs because everyone, it's dog eat dog. Everyone's in it for themselves. The way that the Smith & Sons business is set up uh, encourages collaboration. Matter of fact, we've got two franchised operators in our hometown here. There's about 40 or 50,000 population, did about 149 million in renovations in 2019, according to Canadian Home Builders. And you know, these two guys have been inundated. One of the guys, it's March, and one of the guys is booking into Christmas and beyond. Another guy's got three months out. He's saying he can't handle anymore. Uh, and they're both saying to me, hey, I think we could have another one north of Vernon and south of Vernon. 
And so here I've got these guys understand that there is actually a lot of opportunity. They don't suffer from a poverty mindset. They see that there's massive potential in the market. There is plenty to go around. And currently in this town, I think we've got about five Smith & Sons trucks rolling around town. Matter of fact, an inquiry that we got last week, when we asked them, how did you find out about us? They said, oh, we see your trucks rolling around town all the time. And so there's, you know, when we talk about brand power, that's a completely, you know, individual subject that we could chat about. But, you know, I want you to understand that what the public sees as big, they perceive as better. Does it necessarily mean that bigger is better? No, not really. It's not completely accurate, but perception is stronger than truth. Make sure you hear that. Perception, the way people perceive something is it becomes their truth. And so when they see five trucks rolling around town, it makes a heck of a lot of difference. So the same goes when we talk about social presence, when they can jump on Insta and, and, and Facebook and go to YouTube and all the kinds of different, and the, have a look at the website, and there's omnipresence. In other words, the Smith & Sons brand is anywhere that you want to find it. Matter of fact, I think we've just got on TikTok. So, you know, there's, that's the power, that's the perceived bigness of this brand. And it really does a lot of the heavy lifting. We talk about the, yes, the testimonials that are on the website and there's eight or 10 and there's two or three more in the pipeline. When, when you've got customers able to talk, past customers able to talk to prospective customers, a lot of the hard work is done. The heavy lifting is done. And our guys are almost order takers. Now, I don't like that term because you've got to work for what you produce, but I think there's a lot of power in having, you know, past clients chatting with uh, prospective clients and enables us to build a lot of rapport and credibility and deconstruct that wall of distrust. Um, and look, you know, we focus a lot around mindset, management, marketing, mentoring, and mastery. They're what I'd call the high performance pillars. So they are mindset, management, marketing, mentoring, and mastery. And so we focus on that collaboratively. We're not saying that you've got to go and do one thing and we're going to do the other. Together we achieve more. But, um, you know, it's really it's really important that we embrace not only the power of a brand but the power of team as well, power of partnership. There's, you know, all of us can't be as, you know, one of us can't be as smart as all of us and, and we can't possibly do everything on our own. Matter of fact, a lot of the guys just say we're growing at such a rate, you know, we find ourselves really overwhelmed at some points and inundated with tasks, things to do. And that's why it's, you know, one of our guys particularly has now got an interior designer. He's got a, pr a project manager. He's got a construction manager. Um, he's got foreman carpenters. He's really, you know, he's got four or five jobs on the go. He's booking, you know, six or eight months in advance. He has got a very, very healthy building company. Um, and, you know, he, he will he will go a long way. So just to really close out, if, you know, I guess there's all, all of those sorts of things I've run through really quickly. Um, in essence, what we're talking about is generating more leads, generating or creating more profit within those projects that you win and having a better lifestyle. As a building company, that is what you want that building com company to produce for you. Um, and really what you've got to then think about is, is really long-term about the real asset potential of a building company that's a legitimate company. Um, you got to think about exit strategies and, you know, what is it eventually? Are you still going to be 60 swinging a hammer or are you going to be actually 60 uh, and working with a team that produces the lifestyle that you had in mind when you got started five to 10 years ago? Um, you know, and really what this, you know, a lot of guys will say to me, well, you know, and there's lots of details that I've just really brushed over really quick, but, um, you know, you can get into a Smith & Sons franchise for less than the cost of a brand new, uh, you know, pickup. Uh, a new crew cab pickup four wheel drive. So it's it's certainly not is not going it, to. It's it's a big it's a large sum sum of money, but it's certainly not you know for the for the the potential of the business. I think that it's a it's a worthy investment for you to consider. And so you know Smith and Sons could be just what you're looking for if you're tired of doing it by yourself. If you're tired of being on an island by yourself. Um, and you want to, you know, really look at something as a valid option that I would urge you to take a look at a Smith & Sons franchise today. 
And, uh, you know, there's probably areas where you live that we can, uh, you know, we can chat about uh, a franchise in your area. So, look, if you've got any questions about franchising or anything else, we talk a lot about business systems and their processes and everything that we do in the business. If you've got any questions about that, feel free to comment or send me an email at max at businessforbuilders.ca or, uh, you know, we'd love you to like and share and even leave a comment and we'll uh, certainly respond to that in good time. So I wish you all the best and I hope that's uh, given you something to think about, perhaps even put a stone in your shoe and uh, we look forward to hearing from you very soon. Have a great day.